Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. We made it to Wednesday. It's September 9th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. There are so many more unemployed Americans than open jobs in every single state. Plus, is Joe Biden struggling with Hispanic voters? But first, Mark Zuckerberg on the Facebook echo chamber. That's today's One Big Thing. One of the biggest criticisms of Facebook is that it's an echo chamber. Mike Allen interviewed Mark Zuckerberg about this very topic on Axios on HBO. Facebook, the reality is, is a real right-wing echo chamber. Well, well, look, I, I think your characterization, frankly, is is uh, just wrong. I, I don't think that the service is um, is is a right-wing echo chamber, to, to use your words. Everyone can use their voice and can find media that they trust, that, that reflects the opinions and the life experiences that they're having. And Mike's here with us now to tell us more about the interview. The point that he was making was there's this meme, as he put it, that the algorithm just feeds you things that are going to enrage you. And he said that's not how the systems actually work. But here's a between the lines. A New York Times reporter runs a Twitter feed, Facebook Top 10, that lists the most engaged U.S. Facebook link posts of the previous 24 hours. And listen to Mondays. Number one, Fox News. Number two, Franklin Graham, son of Billy Graham. Number three, Donald Trump, 2020 voters. So these are posts that people do something with. They like it, they share it. What Mark and Facebook say is, no, no, look at what people see in their feed. And if you go by that, it's heavily mainstream news organizations. And Mike, you also asked him about what it's like taking down coronavirus posts that are misinformation versus anti-vaxxer posts on Facebook. If we get a coronavirus vaccine, there's going to be a lot of people using Facebook to try to convince people it's not effective. Would you consider doing the same thing with anti-vaxxers, saying that you would remove misinformation? We work with the CDC and we work with the WHO and trusted health organizations to remove clear misinformation. If someone is pointing out a case where a vaccine caused harm or that they're worried about it, um, you know, that's a difficult thing to say from, from my perspective um, that you shouldn't be allowed to express at all. If suddenly you have a massive slice of the American people not taking the vaccine, we have a massive problem. And that can be fueled by Facebook. Which leads to your final question to him, Mike, which was about how history will judge Facebook. As you think about history, how worried are you that history will record Facebook as an accelerant of social destruction? Um, I have a little more confidence in democracy than that. And I hope my confidence isn't misplaced, but... What we do, and I think a lot of what the internet does overall, is gives individuals more power. And now that's the dilemma for Facebook at this point, that it does connect the world, which is his big dream. It connects our family. It makes a lot of small businesses possible. But it also enables meddling in elections, misinformation in elections. How will that be handled In the coming weeks, that's why people are calling it the Facebook election. Mike Allen is Axios' co-founder. Thanks, Mike. 
Now I have the best day. We'll be back in 15 seconds with the voting block Joe Biden still needs to convince. Welcome back to Axios Today. You might think with the president's tough stance on immigration, including his boasts of building a border wall with Mexico, that would mean he doesn't have many Hispanic supporters. Hans Nichols covers the Biden campaign, and he's here now to explain more. How is Joe Biden's support looking among Hispanic voters compared to President Trump? Well, Biden's still up. The bigger issue for Biden, though, is he isn't winning as much as he needs to. You look at exit polls and Hillary won by almost 40 points. And so 20 points is a big margin for Joe Biden to have. But for him to win states like Arizona, for him to win states like Florida, he's going to have to outperform Hillary with Hispanics. And he's far from that. Where is President Trump's message landing most strongly among Hispanic voters? So evangelical Hispanics, Latinos that identify as more Anglo and maybe have one grandparent who wasn't a native Spanish speaker. And if you're more than one degree removed from immigration, you're more likely to support Trump. And then layered onto that traditional nationality, Venezuelans and Cubans, they seem to have much stronger support for Trump than some of the other groups. There's a history of socialism. And Donald Trump has broadcast specifically to Venezuelan and Cuban groups talking about what he's done to fight for freedom, to fight for the oppressive regimes that are in place in their country. That is part and parcel of the Trump playbook. What are Hispanic consultants or Hispanic folks lobbying for the Biden campaign worried about? What are they telling you? The broader concern is that there's something maybe fundamental going on here where Hispanics are shifting enough to make it very difficult for a Democrat to win in states like Florida. Because remember, the goal for Biden isn't just to win an overwhelming majority. He's got to crush it among Hispanics across the country. And right now he's underperforming Hillary Clinton. Hans, what do you want people to take away from this story? Skepticism, because polls are only a snapshot. The sample size might not be big enough, which is what a lot of the Biden folks are saying. And it could have been the attention that the Biden campaign didn't necessarily have on Hispanics during the convention. But right now, there are initial warning signs. The Hispanic voters are behaving differently, or at least they're polling differently than four years ago. And that's a problem for Joe Biden. Hans Nichols covers the Biden campaign for Axios. Economists have been predicting for months that unemployed Americans will outnumber the amount of open jobs by millions. And now, indeed, a job search engine has data that shows job postings by every single state. Erica Pandy writes the At Work newsletter for Axios, and she's been reporting on the jobs market. This recession has been more of about the big cities and the jobs there than rural states. So New York City, L.A., Chicago and Boston have postings down about 30 percent compared to the same time in 2019. There are certain states like D.C. and Hawaii that have historically relied on tourism and that stopped completely. So Hawaii and D.C. are actually doing the worst with job postings down over 40 percent compared to last year. And then you have states like Alaska that has been hit by the energy sector being down because no one is filling up their cars with gas. We're all at home now. Erica, what's your big takeaway from these Indeed numbers? So my big takeaway here is that historically the U.S. has been about packing up your bags and moving to a different state if you lose your job. You lose your job in this state, there's another state that's hiring, you go there. The issue with the pandemic is that every single community has been hit by this and there is nowhere for workers to go. 
Erica Pandy writes the Axios at Work newsletter. Before we end today's show, people are finding lots of ways to be creative during this pandemic. That'll wake you up. And believe it or not, it's actually being played on a watermelon and a kiwi by a YouTuber and electronic musician named Mazurk. He's using a device called a Playtronica. And if you have a smartphone, an adapter, and a music application like GarageBand, you can turn pretty much anything into an instrument. You can watch the whole video on YouTube, and I've also posted it on my Twitter account. That does it for us today. You can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or reach out to me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast recap. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. <laughs>